Come on in here, church, and gather yourselves. I want to talk about a dream that I had and a little bit of paranormal activity. So you may hear my fan in the background. Um, I started to get my microphone, but then I thought perhaps the, the air, the wind, would be louder in the microphone. So I've been having a rough couple of days as I've been sleeping in two-hour intervals. And this morning I woke up. I know that I heard a lot going on, like children, the school buses, the children's school buses, and I still got these sounds in the sky I'm trying to figure out where is FAA <laughs> at in all of this because I don't live near an airport, first of all. And whatever is going on in the sky has been happening for a couple of weeks. And it started off as being overnight. Now it's 24 hours a day. It typically does not happen in my area. As long as I've been here, this has never once happened. So I've been trying to catch what's going on, and I can't. The buildings are too high, and I can't see. I can't see. Some of them things have three different sounds at one time. The other ones I can tell is an airplane. The other one I can tell is a helicopter. But what the hell is a helicopter doing in my area? There's no landing strips over here. Hmm. We in the hood, baby. This is the upper... The upper class of the hood. This is the, you know, I'm going to say the middle class hood. <laughs> you got middle class America? Well, this is the middle class poor. Damn it. <laughs> Ain't no landing strips over here. We so hood and so bougie, mushrooms grow out of the trees. Okay? That's where I live at. <laughs> you don't have to buy mushrooms. Pluck them bad boys from off of the tree. <laughs> and how I know that is because one day I saw it and I was like, wait a whole damn minute. I'm in the hood. How the hell I got mushrooms coming out of the tree? Maybe it's poisonous. So I took a picture of it and, and searched it. And it is not poisonous. You can literally pluck it off the tree and eat it. My God. Oh, oh this is the middle class poor area. Anyway. So... The sounds 
are not disturbing me. They're not disturbing me because I know it is not time for the invasion. And I know they're not going to drop anything in this area. I think two things are happening at once. Though I didn't check the natal chart and it's very easy for me to do that. I don't know why I did. but I think more so I need to see with my own eyes these, these. crafts for myself to solidify what I am living through in this era. I don't want a personal experience. I don't want no nothing running up on me, talking to me at my window, at my house. I don't want none of that. I, I just want to see it in the sky and that's it. One of my prayers is that I never encounter nothing like that. There was something I want to play for y'all, too. I should have. I don't know if I could play it and um, record this podcast at the same time because it's on my phone. But I think I got, no, I can't do it. There's a couple of recordings that I want to play, so I'll probably do it in another podcast. I could charge my um, tablet, iPad, whatever the hell that is, and play those recordings. So, I am going off for like <laughs> two-hour intervals of sleep. When I fell asleep, I knew I heard the school buses and everything going on in the sky and the cars and the, the Department of Sanitation. That noise ain't bother me at all. I fell asleep. But when I woke up, I thought it was the latter part in the afternoon. And it is not. It's still morning. Two-hour intervals of sleep. So, anyhow, I fell asleep because I had been thinking. Now, before I fell asleep, I was thinking about purchasing land somewhere in Africa and building a house from the ground up or just go ahead and purchase the property. But I don't want to go to South Africa. But at the same time, I don't want to go someplace where the barrier of entry is a pain in my ass. And I know Ghana is a really easy entry for an American for citizenship. So I did very light research on Ghana, like their population. 
I know that once you get, no matter where you go, always remember this. Once the population is one million, you're going to have crime. If the population is like 100,000 people, you're not going to have too much crime. It'll be something. Maybe like a homeless person stealing food from out of the deli, you know, or out of a supermarket or something. But not too much crime. The lower the population, the less crime you'll have. And if it's really low, there's no crime at all. There's not even anything to do. So, I still think in my mind, hold on. Is good at jail. I still think in my mind if I go to a place where the population is low, <coughs> excuse me, I'm gonna have to make some adjustments. Things that I'm used to in the States, right? Like running water in it and electricity 24 hours. Not all places have something like that. When your population is low. Let's say you have a bad rainstorm or maybe a blizzard somewhere. And a couple of trees get knocked down. And of course they knock down power lines. Because they don't have the people there to do a cleanup and get things up and running in a timely manner, I will be out of, you know, electricity or water for, you know, a week or weeks at a time. I'm not used to that. In my neighborhood during 2020, there was a bad rainstorm. And God said, take some money from out of the bank. There won't be any electricity. I said, okay. And I told everybody. And the rain happened. Trees got knocked down. And they knocked down some power lines. And you couldn't swipe your card in the supermarket in case you needed, you know, some bread, milk, and eggs. But you were able to use cash. People were not able to, the people that I told it to, to get cash out of the bank, and they didn't, they weren't able to pick up a couple of things to have to eat. Whereas I had cash, and I was good, but I didn't need anything because, excuse me, I had already picked up little odds and end things. But other people that I've spoken to and said to them, God said they never went and took the money from out of the bank. And they was like, oh, I can't buy this. I can't. I need toilet tissue and I can't buy it. I have no, no money. Listen, I can't help you. 
because you've been talking to me for a long time. You should know by now that when I, out of all people, say God said, you really should be listening to that. If I say this is what's going on in my dream, knowing that they're prophetic or maybe you're spiritual, so you want to use the word um, premonition, like you should listen to that. So people was looking at me and I was looking at them looking at me. But anyhow, the lines was down, you know, for about two days because there was people to, you know, remove the trees and there was Con Edison workers that were able to get the power lines back up and running two days. So though I didn't have any electricity in my home, I was still able to use my stove because I have a gas stove. So, to go someplace that have, you know, different type of weather conditions that could take out the power and the water and it lasts a long time, that's not something that I'm used to. Like at all. So I have to decide, do I want to go to a place where there's like low to zero crime and have to make minor adjustments that I'm not accustomed to? Or do I want to go someplace that's developed that have running water and electricity and employees in the event of a natural disaster. There was a building on fire. It caught fire in Africa some time ago, maybe like a couple of weeks ago. And there was no people there to clean it up. So the people, the citizens got together and cleaned up the rubbish. (coughs) Excuse me. I'm not used to that type of thing. Though I would get out and assist all hands on deck. I'm just not used to it. So I was thinking about Ghana and I was looking into Ghana. And first of all, I'm tired of these content creators. People wanting to make content out of stuff instead of, you know, showing what's really going on. They're making it glitz and glamour. Show me the bugs, right? Show me the bugs and the geckos and the snakes and the frogs. Come on now. What be flying around? Show me that. Show me if they got a bodega, a deli, a corner store. Maybe they call it something else. They called it something else. I think it was a deli mart that they called it when I went to um, Mexico. Show me if you got that. 
Show me the mall. Show me the supermarket. When you go apartment hunting, show me the apartment. If you're looking at houses, show me the houses. If you're looking at a penthouse, show me the penthouse. Show me the pet store. Show me the malls. Show me the restaurants. I personally like the little mom and pop restaurants. The little small. Like, show me that. Show me the sanitation. Because I've been seeing some stuff from India where they do things with their hands and no gloves. And there's all of this debris going on around them. I can't, I couldn't do it. I would never eat no street food. And I love a good um, um, food truck. I love a good food truck. I love a good New York hot dog. I love a good f- halal food truck. But what's going on in India? Mm-mm. So I need to see if y'all got food trucks. You know, whatever country it is that you, you go into. These are the things that I want to see. I don't want to see the glitz and glamour in a nightclub and the lights and the dancing and your little ass dress and, and your little ass shorts and your lace front and the guy with three chains on and a pinky ring. The guy with the with the button-down shirt, he got a couple of buttons unbuttoned because he want to show his chest he work out. I don't want to see that. Where, where's the laundromat? Show me the washer and dryer and a dishwasher. Show me the furniture store and the electronic store. Is there a Target there? Is there a Walmart there? Is there a Zolantree there? That's what I want to see. Five below? That's what I want to see. I don't want to see your nails. Show me the street food. I want to see the curtains. When you buy little stuff to hang up on the walls, show me the store where you go and buy that from. I want to see the prices on wine. Is there an Uber and a Lyft? Let me know. Where do I go get my bedding from? This is the type of stuff that I need to see. Not no freaking content. I don't want to see the ocean. You laying down in a two-piece on a on a chair with your sunglasses on, <coughs> drinking sparkling water. I don't give a shit about that. How much was the sparkling water? So they put so much I'm going to get because people want to make content.
So Ghana was on my mind. I fell asleep. And I was in Ghana. And there was a man there named Daniel. And you remember Daniel in the Bible? When he was shown what was going to happen well after he had left the earth with the clay and the iron of the feet mixed together. Daniel, if I remember right, was given three prophecies. It could have been more. But he was given three prophecies of a time to come well after he went home to glory. I love coffee. So a man named Daniel was in my dream and he was talking to me. And he was saying that he lived in the United States for a long time. And he went to the United States because Ghana was poor and employment was hard. So he came to the U.S. for opportunity. But he had to return back to Ghana. He didn't say why. And he did not want to discourage me from living in Ghana. Then there were some ladies there. I don't know how we all ended up in this hotel room together. But we were there, and they were having meetings and chatting and talking. And I enjoyed interacting with them whenever I could. And they had taught me about their culture. Well, they taught me a little about their culture. And that even though they're friends... They're more like family with a sense of community. And then they asked me to talk about the news on YouTube. And I said, I'm not going to be consistent with that. And one of the the people said, what is it about people they don't want to do the news on YouTube and they could do it right from their home. They don't even have to go anywhere. And I said to him, I'm not going to be consistent. I said to the guy, I'm not going to be consistent with it. So I understood what he was saying to me. But he didn't understand that with me personally or maybe he didn't know that with me personally, I get bored with topics after a while. 
and have to move on to something else, which is why I told him I wasn't going to be consistent. So then I wanted to leave, like the day was ending. I wanted to leave, and in my real life, I would just get an Uber and go home. But there was no Ubers in Ghana. So I had to wait for one of the ladies to get done with an interview to drive me back to my hotel room. But I wanted to stop and get something to eat before I had gone over to my hotel room. So the man comes in. And he's the current president in Burkina Faso. And he was holding a drill for us to pay attention during an emergency broadcast. I saw everybody lined up in a straight line, and he was looking at us all. And here I go taking out my cell phone to talk to somebody through a text. And he had taken my cell phone from me. And I was like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Emergency broadcast system, I'm so sorry, oh my God, oh my God. And he had started speaking to me in English. And I don't remember what he was saying. But I do remember him talking to me in English. So then he decided to teach me some techniques on self-discipline in the states we would call it self-mastery and so he was standing behind me and took me to a wall and he took my hands to put it up on the wall and it was it's like how when Muslims, they put their mat down and like they pray, they prostrate themselves, then they sit up and they do that three times. This is what the president of Burkina Faso, the 34-year-old man, was doing with me with my hands but on the wall. And I thought it was strange. And then he was trying to say a prayer But my angels wasn't allowing it to come out correctly. They weren't allowing him to pray over me or to teach me how to pray. They just wasn't allowing it. They wasn't trying to hear it at all whatsoever. And so I said, 
I said to him, I understand what you're trying to do. But I'm going to show you what I say in my prayer. But I never did because my angels wouldn't allow me to. But what was sitting on my spirit for Burkina Faso was repentance. Not for the president of Burkina Faso, but Burkina Faso itself, a prayer of repentance. And so then the scene changed, and the man, I can't pronounce his name, Brahim, Brahim, I definitely can't pronounce the last name. So then he decided to show me a dance. As a, as a way of me teaching myself a different type of self-discipline. And so he was showing me his fancy footwork, like kicking the leg and all of this here stuff. Well, not the leg, but the foot and doing all of this here stuff. And the first two times he did, I was like, I don't you're going too fast, slow down, right? Because you're going too fast. And then he slowed it down. And I started practicing. And then once I got it right that first time, I was like, oh, I'm good from here. Honey, we was ballroom dancing. And that scene of the dream. <laughs> uh, then he smiled. And then he left. And I woke up from the dream. His presence in that dream is undeniable and unforgettable. I knew that I was standing in the presence of somebody. It's quite his energy is quite admirable for me. Before another man it would be interpreted as intimidation. He is quite disciplined. Quite disciplined. And whatever is his, I'm gonna say his strengthening routine is for his body, he definitely keeps up with it. Right, he keeps his his strength up, not so much muscle, but strength. Maybe I'll say stamina. I'll use the word stamina. He keeps up with that. So for men, that would be intimidating, but for me, it's like like an awe inspiring kind of thing.
So the interpretation of the dream And I bless God for, first of all, allowing this dream. And I bless God again for teaching me how to discern the interpretation of my dreams, of his dreams. So it's, the first thing is, Anybody from Ghana that is in the U.S. will be returning back to Ghana because of what's coming to the U.S. Whether they have a gut feeling, um, whether they have a pull to return back, whether they have a dream, however they get the memo, they're going to get the memo loud and clear. And they're going to go back. The second thing is the man, Daniel, who prophesied. Well, he he didn't prophesy, excuse me. The man, Daniel, who's like the Daniel of the Bible. His message to me was, you're not going to like it. Living in Ghana is a poor country. Why would you want to go there and it's poor? Though he didn't want to discourage me from going, he was really saying it's a poor place. I left because it was poor. So why would you want to leave where you are and go to a poor place? So I thought about this upon awakening because the poor in the U.S. is quite different from the poor in Africa. The poor in Africa is them sleeping on rocks and dirt roads, right? I'm not being shady or anything, but that's kind of like what it is there. The poor in the United States, no matter what state you're in, there is an all-women's homeless shelter, an all-men's homeless shelter, you know, a homeless shelter for families, right? So you would never have to be outside, you know, sleeping on dirt. The shelters do provide food, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. You will get health care, 100% paid for. You go to the doctor, the dentist, the eye doctor, a specialist, a pediatrics, a gynecologist, you know, podiatrist, whoever, ENT, whoever. But you have health care coverage. In Africa, they don't have that type of state-funded thing in Africa. So if you don't have the cash to pay for a doctor's visit, 
you just die. You know, you just live with your ailment. There's no medication for you. And that's just it. If you need a tooth pulled, you got to have money to go to the dentist. If you don't have money, that's kind of it. And the state that I'm in, I don't know about other states, but the state that I'm in. No, because you know what? I saw a video with this guy. He was saying, come to, come here to this address if you're in, you know, this city. They're giving away fruits and vegetables and meat and eggs and chicken and all kinds of stuff. Come and get it. It's free. So in in my state, right, let's say you have zero dollars and zero cents for food. There is a plethora of food pantries and churches that will give away food. And then there's different type of state funded um, programs that will deliver food to you. So let's just say, for example, you got zero dollars and zero cents in the in the state that I live in. You can contact at the least two f- home food delivery services, and you could go to about five different types of pantries. And you will have between those, like let's say you got a household of three. Between those seven things, you will have enough groceries to at least last you 10 days for a household of three. At least 10 days. Meats included in that. You're not going to get a porterhouse steak. But you'll get chicken and shrimp. Okay? And uh, in November, you'll get a turkey and a, and a chicken. Okay? They give you body wash... Um, soap, um, toothpaste, um, toothbrushes, laundry supplies, that's in the U.S. They don't have that, to the best of my knowledge, over in Africa. Because if they did, people wouldn't be sleeping on the dirt. They don't have what we have in the States. You don't have the money to pay, you ask how. 
The upside to that is whenever if you do have the money, let's say you purchase a car, you purchase it outright. If you purchase a home, you purchase it outright. If you buy your cell phone, you buy it outright. But nobody's going to pay, you know, in, in the U.S., poor people pay for, you know, a $1,400 iPhone. Now, I, I can't afford no $1,400 iPhone, okay? But a poor person in Africa, if they had $1,400, they would never spend that on just a cell phone. They will be putting food on their table. The downside to that is there's not too many homeowners because they don't have, like, their banks. From my understanding, when it comes to Ghana, their banks don't do loans. They don't give loans, from my understanding, so far. So they don't have as many homeowners because they don't have that type of program uh, in Ghana. You have to save your money and purchase or go someplace else and work and spend like six to ten years building a house from the ground up. That way you own. If you build your house from the ground up, it is less expensive. Like you can have your house built and buy a plot of land and pay like seventy five thousand right I see one person buy a plot of land and pay fifteen hundred dollars for it, build a nice little quaint house for him um and he said it's not the best thing, but it's my home and I don't have to pay no rent. Uh, there's no mortgage. There's no taxes. Once you pay, that's it. That's it and that's all. But in the U.S., you could get a loan for a $500,000 house, and you'll be paying for that thing for the next 30, 40 years. And then after you get finished paying for it, you still have to pay taxes. And even then, it's not yours. You got to know what type of paperwork to do in order for the government not to take it from you. And they so janky, they'll start doing things to force you out your home. Like cut off water supply. So I don't know if I'm going... Living in Ghana, needless to say, I'll visit. I don't know if I want to live there. I did check the transit and chart. My only pushback on the sinistry um, was that Neptune in the seventh house. It's my only pushback. The Neptune was in the seventh house, and the Pluto 
was in the oh, the Pluto was in the fifth house. But it's on the cusp of the fourth, which tells me about a whole lot of rain and a whole lot of mud, which could turn into mudslides. And they don't have too much cement roads as as dirt roads. I don't care about that. Will my house move? That's what I care about. (laughs) That rain is a little too much. Will my house still stand? That's my question. If the wind blow a little too hard, how's my windows? Because if I'm going to build a house from the ground up, I'm using bricks and cement. Bricks, cement, and iron. The wind ain't blowing it nowhere. God God could knock it down. But Mother Nature going to struggle, baby. She going to struggle with that one. Now I'm hungry. Oh, child. So, I don't don't think I'm going to live. I don't think. Yeah, that Neptune in that seventh house is quite interesting. And then it was Scorpio in the eighth. That's witchcraft. Child. Don't turn me into no damn lamb. Or no goat. But my my main thing with this industry was that Neptune in that seventh house because it's in opposition to the first house. The house of self. So I don't, I don't. the second house was fine to me. The fifth house overall was fine to me. And a 12th house overall was fine to me. Um, even a 6th house was okay. Those are like my main things. I, the first place my eyes go to is that second house. Because that's the house of your money. And I don't want to have Uranus in that second house. That's an automatic no for me. I'll tell you what. I tell you what, it's a hard no if Uranus is in that second house. Mm-mm. Two beautiful charts I saw. Me in the Caribbean islands, which is still part of the United States, and me in Puerto Rico, which is still part of the United States. Those were beautiful. 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 But they're still part of the United States. So. I don't know, y'all. I think I'm going to pass. I think I'm going to listen to God and pass. I think I'm going to listen to God, y'all, and pass. I'm going to pass on uh, uh, Akragana. I'm going to pass on it. So the other part of the dream with the man 
Brehim, I cannot pronounce his name, and his discipline is something. His spiritual belief is not is not what he should be practicing because I don't think you do the the, the Muslim prayer on the wall. Um, in the scripture, when you're at the wall, and it's called wailing women at the wall. That was for repentance. They were seeking God to have mercy and pity on them. So the first thing is, again, his whatever his spiritual practice is, that's not what he's supposed to be doing. And the second thing is that particular country, Burkina Faso, um, they need to repent. They need to repent. But I'm going to pray for them because I know that perhaps they don't know. Um, God doesn't have a problem with speaking, so I'm quite sure he spoke to some people already in Burkina Faso and told them to repent. But I'm going to lift that country up in prayer regardless. The second thing um, with this with this man I think I'm gonna leave that part out. I think I'll leave that part out, guys. I'll leave that out. Um Yeah, I'm going to leave that part out. But overall, it was a positive dream. He is right where he's supposed to be in the position that he has. He is where he's supposed to be. That's where God wants him. But he has to be mindful. Because if he do wrong... By the people of God, Abraham, he gonna be in trouble with God. If he do right by the children of God, God will bless him richly indeed, indeed. So he got he has to be careful. But if he do something negative to the children of God, what he dished out, God will return it back to him. He just needs to be mindful. And yams. They need yams. They need yams in Burkina Faso. This is what I'm hearing in my spirit now. They need yams in Burkina Faso. What do they do with the yams? I know they cook it, but... Oh. Okay, thank you. All right, so we're going to get on to the paranormal part. So, what was I doing? Cooking? Whatever it was that I was doing, child. I typically scroll on social media, see who live, and, and sit there. 
while I cook and keep up with the dishes and whatever else I'm doing. So it was just a lady. And I put in her eyes, it was incredibly red. She looked stressed out. She had bags under her eyes. She had pimples. And she was saying that she was, there was paranormal activities happening. Right? So I remember clicking on her lab before, and they had, it was a man and two or three other women that were praying for her to get rid of whatever was happening, right? But I was hearing in my spirit, uh, a water spirit, which is typically Leviathan, and Leviathan is associated with Jezebel. And these things, you don't just pray them. You don't just pray them away. There's a specific strategy you have to. And I just bless God again because when he was first teaching me about spiritual warfare, one of the things that he taught me was that different warfare requires different strategies. And sometimes you don't even have to come up out of your socks in, 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 in warfare prayer, you know. You can win the battle with love. You can win the battle with reminding that spirit of who Jesus is. But you have to go to God to get that strategy so that you can get rid of it. And Leviathan is not one that you just pray away. You don't just say, come up and out in Jesus' name and it's gone. There's a story in the Bible about the sons of Sceva. How they went into the house trying to fight the demons. A legion of demons at that. And them demons said, I forgot what them sons of Sceva went in that house and said to them demons. It was something crazy. It was something crazy, like in the name of Paul's God or something like that, they said. And the legions responded and said, Paul I know, Jesus I know, but who are you? Whoop the men's behind. Okay, whooped them out. And had them running out of the house, bucket ball naked in their birthday suit. That's our ass whooping. <laughs> Leviathan and Jezebel attacking you at the same time they will whoop you out if you don't have no strategy from God so they praying and I covered my head <laughs> and they making it do what it do and 
I'm just looking and watching and listening, and I'm not seeing anything. I did go on the woman's profile. I looked at a couple of videos, not too many. I did notice that in three videos that her voice sounded different in all three videos. So on another night, I'm cooking, I'm making it do what it do. And she's on again, so I'm like, I wonder what she's up to. What's going on after that, you know, the prayer session? And she's still going through the same thing. Sweating. And I'm noticing that she's in the house. And she's in the house a lot. So I take it she don't have a job. And there's no children in the house, but there's a she got a cat. And I don't know where the hell a cat be all the time. But the cat, I don't know. And she's on there, and she's ducking her neck, and she's responding to people's comments, and I need help, I need help. You know, I don't understand how anybody could say that this is not real with all of the evidence that I got on my profile. So I decided to go back on her profile and take a look, and I'm going to say about 90% of it is her talking, and a couple of them were her crying in the dark. And her saying, please, if you know somebody, help me, help me, help me, help me. There was a few where you heard a voice on a video. But there was one that was undeniable. You saw that mist walk from one side of the camera to the other side of the camera. Walk. You heard me. Walk. I said, ooh. Okay. I'm going to tell her where she can go. Because I have unsubscribed. So I did what I did. Say my prayer of protection. Make it do what it do. I go on her profile. I go to one of her videos. I tagged her in it. And I said, I sent you a private message. I go to her messages. I sent her a message telling her who to contact to get rid of this once and for all. Then I go back on her live. And I said to her, I sent you a private DM. Or who you can contact to get rid of it once and for all. I'm tired. I I just I'm exhausted. I'm just I'm beat. I'm 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 just I I I say here's another one that just want attention. Yeah, she's having these 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 paranormal experiences. These these poltergeist like experiences but at the same time it's her reason to go live it's her reason to stay live for hours on end talking to people she goes to sleep on a live 
And she said her reason for that is because there's less activity when she's alive. There was also a video, I'm feeling to share this, that, um, and it was a couple of them, maybe like three or four of them, where an actual priest that went out to her house, and they had blessed it, um, and then they left. It was a priest and one other person, and the person had left, they left, but the things are still going on. I think that she played with a Ouija board, to be honest with you. Because the only time you have these poltergeist-like experiences, to the best of my knowledge, is when you get to playing Ouija boards in Charlie Charlie. When you be watching stuff, watching certain types of movies, and them things start to transferring inside of your home. That's why I told you guys I like the month of October where they show horror movies, but I look at the really old horror movies because those things have no, they have no power. But to look at a horror movie as a recent like that, they got a new Saw movie out. I'm not watching that. Mm -mm. I don't need nothing levitating in my house, okay? I will call down, okay, an entire army of angelic assistance if I see some shit levitating in my house. Don't, we're not finna do that one. We're not finna do that one right there. Because what you're not going to do is stay in my house. Go outside with that shit. We're not doing that. I don't want to see cabinet doors swinging open. Mm-mm. You're getting out. You are getting out. And I'm going to whoop you. As if I was the legions that whooped the sons of Sceva in the Bible. I will snatch you up and bring you back and whoop on you some more. And then I'll let go. Don't be opening cabinet doors and flickering lights and levitating shit, bitch. But she's sitting there, the girl, nevertheless, says, I need help, I need help, I need help. You don't want the help. Because it's your excuse to be on live. The girl don't got no friends. She don't have friends. She don't have friends. And being live brings in people that she can talk to. It's her attention. She she don't want to go through those supernatural experiences, but that's her excuse. That's her storyline to go live. 
Without that storyline, there's nothing about her life that would give her a reason to go live on social media. So once she told me she was tired and exhausted and she didn't want to check the messages and see anything, I said, okay. So moving forward, I have nothing to offer anyone on social media. Period. I don't have anything to say. Because before this, it was the girl saying that her music was stolen. And I told her what to do to get everything back for free and get a bag from out of it. The whole information was for free. And old girl deleted my freaking message. And I go in the correspondence section. I'm looking at what she's saying to people in this. Oh, check out my new music on Apple. On Apple Music. Check out my new music. You looking like you want a verge of crying. But it was all an act. You just wanted people to hear your music and buy it. You didn't care about the person that had bamboozled your previous song. Oh. And there was another lady up there. She was like, um, uh, people of God, God, people of God, and God, and, and she crying, and she got the lip quivering, and she just a talking, tears coming out of her eyes. And I'm like, let me listen and see what all she going to say. She's so upset. Then I'm looking and I thought about it. I was like, wait a whole damn minute. Because if everything transpired inside of your house. Why didn't you set your camera up and record the message while you was in the house? You had to get dressed, eat something, grab your purse, make sure everything in the purse, grab your car keys, get inside the car, get the background music going Set the phone up and then cry and make your lip quiver. Child. I have no more counsel for anyone on social media because they don't actually want it, they want attention. So with that said, when it comes to the lady with the um, poltergeist, her body's not going to be able to take that for much longer. Those things are going to eventually overtake her mind and then her body. And she'll be so exhausted and dehydrated. She won't be able to survive that. So I want to see how long this is going to take. I'm going to check back in. I'm going to check back in with her. Maybe in a few days, a few weeks. 
and see where she's at with everything. I want to see the manifestation of Leviathan and Jezebel. Those are the water marine spirits. You know how Leviathan operates. I'm going to tell you how. Jezebel makes people bisexual and she deals with the whole seduction and all of that stuff. She leads people down the wrong path. That's Jezebel. I'm going to tell you how Leviathan works. You ever talk to somebody and you said one thing and they heard something else and you say, no, I didn't just say that. And they insist that you really did. They just heard you. And you're like, no, no, no. I'm telling you what I said. What are you talking about? I didn't just say that. And they're like, yes, you did. And there's this whole big back and forth thing. You think they're crazy and they think you're crazy. That's the Leviathan spirit. Leviathan starts off with you not hearing. Because if you can't hear, you can't receive the word of God. You can't receive salvation. And the number one thing the devil want to do is take as many people to the pits of hell with him as he possibly can. Because he knows that he'll never again, never ever again, make it back into heaven with God. He knows that for an eternity that he will always be separated from God. And he knows that it's almost time for lights, camera, and action. Where he could really show his tail. And shortly after that, he going to be cast into the lake of fire. So he want to take as many of God's children, the chosen ones, with him. And even the Gentiles with him as he possibly can. So if you want to know more about the Leviathan spirit or marine spirits, a quick Google search will give you the information that you need. So with this woman, I want to end it with this. Currently in our natal chart, we have a Libra, Libra stellium, in opposition to the Pisces conjunction, right? With Saturn and Neptune and Pisces. And then that is sextile Capricorn. So this woman's situation with these poltergeists and her body and mind being overtaken by a demonic presence is going to be ongoing. She doesn't want to face what she really needs to face. It's like she's deceiving herself. But she needs to break away with some type of relationship that she may have. More than likely, it has to do with the daggone Ouija board. So whoever she was sitting there playing with the Ouija board with, she needs to end that acquaintance. Whatever pact she made, she needs to end that. Whatever demonic agreement she made, she needs to end it. Whatever it is, 
she needs to end it. But she got to face it. And if she don't, it'll continue to be ongoing. And there's no time limit on this. Because it's ongoing. This can last her a couple of years if she don't face it. But how long can a human body withstand something like that? I thank you all for spending some time with me. Hope that you learned much and gleaned much from this podcast today. Let's keep Burkina Faso lifted up in prayer. And let's pray that they get some yams or seeds for the yams in Burkina Faso. They they need them. Um, And if you know somebody there and you can send them the seeds for the the yellow lambs, um, yams, excuse me, they need the yellow ones or the orange ones, you know, Um, go ahead and send them. Until next time, you guys, shalom.